Welcome to Dogsthorpe Infant School Launchpad. Stand by for action. This is your captain speaking. We've been cleared for departure. Okay, Eddie, start the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. Stand by for action. Thanks to our guest today, the Dogsthorpe Infant School Book Nook has a wonderful new story on its shelves, The Friendly Mammoth. And to tell us all about her life and her latest book is Anna Terreros Martin. Have I pronounced that surname right, Anna? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> uh, no problem at all. Welcome to our show. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and what inspired you to write? I'm an author and illustrator, and I was born and grew up in town of Scunthorpe, and um, both my mum and dad are Spanish, but I'm currently living in Nottinghamshire, and I've got a ginger rescue cat called Boris Bean. I think I've always really enjoyed making up my stories, making up stories since I could remember, and drawing, and they kind of go hand in hand, making little comic books and tiny little rough books that are stapled together so it kind of just developed naturally but I didn't actually know that you could do it as a proper job like be an author until quite later on I don't know I just thought books maybe magically just appeared <laughs> and you read them when you're little um, but I, I used to love doing creative writing at school even though I found books with a lot of text quite daunting and I used to navigate towards books with a lot more pictures or comic books and graphic novels it all counts towards your inspiration and you writing it's true to say that the friendly mammoth which we'll get onto in a moment isn't your only book you've you've written more books haven't you um that one's my debut picture book and ah. i've illustrated a few other books that other right. authors have written which is quite a nice process as well because you get to read and work with other writers and authors and it's and in a way illustrating is also kind of writing and adding to the story because a lot of the of stories is seen in the pictures and so it works hand in hand with the writing so it's quite fun to be able to do both now yeah yeah so so when i've seen your name then it's because you have done the illustrations that's right. Uh, oh, I see. Well, there you go, you see. Um, the, the illustrator, again, thinking about that, uh, um, that interview I, I saw the other day uh, of Julia Donaldson, they had the, the artist who made the Gruffalo, and Julia said it was nothing like what she imagined. And the, the guy just used the words and made the, the now familiar Gruffalo that everybody knows. So it, it just goes to show that you've... It's wonderful that you've you've created characters from from words on a page that have now gone on to 
become part of a wonderful story. So even though you may have only done the, the illustrations to some of these other books, um, you've, you've obviously added to the enjoyment of children every time they turn a page because that's the thing about sitting with a child and reading, isn't it? The gasps as you turn a page and the child sees the next page and their character, their favourite character, doing something different, you know, and you get the, <gasps> you know, and all of that. And you create that, that through your pen of, of um, illustration. So thank you for, for creating these wonderful characters. Now, let's turn to your debut book then, where you've done not only the, the pictures, but the words as well, I guess. Um, tell us about The Friendly Mammoth without spoiling too much of the plot. Okay, so The Friendly Mammoth is a picture book and it's a story about a girl called Mansi who loves visiting her local museum, especially the Woolly Mammoth exhibit. And while there, the sprinkle of magic and a whole lot of snow transport Mansi and Mammoth back to the Ice Age. Oh, and wow. then they explore the world as it once was, meet the animals that have long since disappeared, and learn that sharing what you love is one of the best ways to make new friends. And it's a picture book that celebrates friendship, creativity, and caring for the natural world. And it's a great introduction to the Stone Age, the prehistoric animals that lived during those times. And also, I think the power that an imagine and imagination has to make change as well to look after the species we have now that are endangered. Yeah, brilliant. I, I I must admit, when I looked at the at the 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 the, the overall storyline of it, I thought this is great because obviously, as you as you rightfully say, it, you know, it does pick up on some of the the ice age animals. Everybody thinks of of you know the animals that have gone. If you say to a child, what are the animals you don't see anymore? You know, they might say old oh, dinosaurs. You know, and they do forget those those animals that there is clear evidence of woolly mammoth that we lost and all that sort of stuff. And apart from the movie Ice Age, they may not have seen anything like that. So it's exciting. You mentioned it's, there's snow. It's not a Christmas story then? Um, no, it's not a Christmas story. It basically, it starts off at the museum where Mansi goes and she hasn't got any friends to go with her to share uh -huh. her love of the museum and all the different creatures that are there. Um, and she notices that the woolly mammoth, her favourite part of the museum, is also on his own. And so she decides to draw him a friend. And so she starts to imagine snow and ice. And that's when all the kind of snow and magic comes up and she ends up going into the ice age with the mammoth. Wow. Um, yeah, it's not a Christmas story, but there is snow. There's snow in it. Well, there we go. It's it's it sounds it sounds a bit like night at the museum type of thing, doesn't it? But even yeah. so, it, it's just, that's a wonderful story, and we we look forward at Dogsthorpe Infant School. We look forward to to reading it. It sounds really exciting, and and I guess that one of the good things about being an illustrator as well means that I I guess that you can meet with with some children i know that you you're in a particular area but you're not near us but i'm guessing that you could sit and draw the the friendly mammoth uh, for children that must make it even more exciting oh yeah it really does um this summer i did a workshop with children and 
we all got to draw our own woolly mammoths together and draw ourselves sat on um, the mammoth's shoulders. And that's really special to see um, kind of everyone's interpretation of mammoth mm. as well, the different colour fur and kind of what mammoth is doing. Are they mm. in the snow? What other creatures are they meeting? Um, and then it also develops, it, it makes the children also want to create their own stories. Um, I know from hearing um, one boy, he really enjoyed the story and he ended up writing his own sequel to it, which was amazing. Well, there we go, you see. That's that's what I meant, you know, that it gets gets children's imaginations going and there's nothing wrong with that. That's, that's, that's really good. So... Um, Obviously, you're not you're nowhere near us. But is do you do you go into schools? Um, yeah, I've done so far because I'm just at the start of my um, career as an author mm. and illustrator, and also with the pandemic and things, it's been quite difficult. But I've done one so far, which is really lovely. I've really enjoyed that um, with uh, two classes of year ones, and that was great fun. So I'd love to do more of that in the future. Mm. Mm. I mean, one way you could do it is um, uh, not that I'm telling you what to do. This is all suggestions, really, is, is that you could do an online things that we would love. We would love to do that. Our children would love for you to, you know, maybe uh, do an online session. And we um, we we drew had to go at trying to draw our own, you know, and take us through the step by step guide or something like that. that anything that will help children and i'm talking about all schools now anything to help children's um emotions to encourage them to pick up a pen and either draw or or write um is is a good way of firing the imagination isn't it definitely i'd love to do um virtual little virtual visits yeah school and do kind of like step by step yeah um ways of how to draw mammoth and other and yeah. other creatures that are there and, yeah, and just maybe do a reading of the book. I'd love to do that. Well, we, we, watch. yeah, we have quite a number of people now who certainly with COVID has made us do that. And COVID's not gone away. It's still there. So we still have to be careful. And the great thing about um, is, is for our visitors is that we can have people in, like, for example, we've had someone in from the northeast of England who've uh, brought the beach uh, they brought in, you know, creatures that live in the sand, and oh, wow. she did that online, you know. And we're getting the children are getting used to having a, a an iPad in front of them or looking at the screen and talking to someone on a screen. So it's not un it's not unreasonable to think that you couldn't do that. And of course, the great thing about that is you can save on you're still at home. It's a it's a bit of revenue for you, but at the same time, um, you're you're helping so many children without actually moving too far because that's the that's the problem isn't it so it's something to consider anyway um oh, yeah. i'd love to do that and as well i spend pretty much all my time on my own working at my desk so it's always amazing seeing yeah seeing children and their reactions and teachers i love that yeah 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 
Um, and of course, then it, we can then put the put them on the website, and people can then see, and then do a link back to your book, and then more people maybe go and click on the book to get to, click on the link to get to the book. All those sorts of things is is useful for us all, really. Um, the children benefit, the authors benefit, so it's certainly something for children's authors to think about. Um, you you you've not self-published, have you? You've got a, a company that publishes your book. Do you want to say anything about that? Yeah, so my publisher is David Ficklin Books and they're an amazing team. I've really, I really love working with them and I'm currently working with them again on my next Arthur Illustrator book. Um, yeah, so yeah, they're just, they're just the most wonderful team and I'm, I feel really lucky to be able to work with them on these stories. Yeah, well, uh, again, you know, if there's any children's authors that, that are connected to, to the publishers that want to come on the launch pad. Me and Eddie are always pleased to have have folk like you on because you help our children in so many ways, in so many wonderful ways. Um, and our authors that we have on here, whether they, whether it's a recipe book or an adventure book, it doesn't matter. It all it all helps our children. So thank you for that. Now, if people want to uh, buy your book, where's the best place for them to go? Um, so I always try and encourage people to go to if they've got an independent local bookshop um, because they're great for communities as well. They do so much. Um, so, yeah, I always try and um, find your local one. Um, if not, there's also a place like Waterstones, WH Smith, Amazon, all the usual places. And as well, you can request it and borrow it from your library as well, which I always love. I think I get more excited seeing it borrowed from a library. Yeah. <laughs> because I used to spend so much time there when I was little with my mum and brother that it's just, I don't know, library book just feels really special. Yeah, well, there we are. There you are, parents. I know there's parents listening to this podcast. Um, you take your child to the library, you never know. Um, you know, it might be like Anna. She went all those years ago to, well, she's not all that old. She's not as old as me. I mean, I can remember, I can remember the Saxons and the Romans and all that, but I'm not, <laughs> she's not as old as me. But, you know, when you grow up, children, when, and parents, when you've got children, if you take them to the library, they might get a love of books and that then leads on to even greater things. Um, so you've 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 said about where they can buy the book where can people get in touch with you you've got a, a website haven't you yeah i've got a website which um i think you're gonna link yeah and i've also got um i'm on social media so i'm on um instagram uh twitter facebook and i've also got tiktok now <laughs> which <laughs> yes yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty much everywhere <laughs> so i'll send you the all the links please do and and listeners um just go into the text and you'll find all the links you're just one click away from anna and from a publisher and from this wonderful book go and have a look at it because it's 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 incredible it's well worth having a look at and the website is very very easy and there's a lovely little video for you to watch is is it's, it's a real joy and it's been a joy anna to have you on the show now if you when you do get your second book out or when you've when you've uh, got a book that you want to, to um, promote, come back on. Eddie and I will be pleased to have you back on the launch pad. Um, but thank you for your time today. And uh, Dogsthorpe Infants, 
Keep watching that book nook. Keep waiting for Mrs. Waters to come round to read you The Friendly Mammoth because it's a lovely story by an equally lovely author. podcast is brought to you by Eddie Edster, the Dogsthorpe Infant School Wellbeing Dog, part of the Hampton Academies Trust. It's the school where stars go to dream, believe and shine.